Hello, I'm Holly, and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. My friend Kayla and I are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts. Now let's begin. Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Welcome. I just told Mojo to go away because we were doing serious business and she just got closer. Wow, Mo. Way to oh, not follow simple instructions. I know. I know. Right and not. Go- okay, now you're just knocking stuff off the table. That's a cat's duty, huh? Okay, bye, Mo. Bye, Mo. Anyway, welcome, everyone. Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Um, Hopefully, we can give you a bit of a reprieve to the world events. By talking about t- how spooky wrestling is. There, there is a spooky element to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have a couple of um, current events. Funny current events, not depressing current events. That'd be nice. I know. I love Kayla's rat overalls. They're overalls, oh, yeah. number one. Number one, they're overalls. I'm very upset because they're so cute. They're from New Works, but they're an older pattern. It's really cute. I snagged them secondhand. I was you like, snagged them. Jumping on that. No, I want to find, I'm going to find some. I'm going to do it. Uh, not a Weasley. Thank you for subscribing at tier one. Um, and as everyone listening on YouTube, hello. Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Everyone listening on the podcast, hello. Welcome to the non visual version of Spooky Saturday. Where you can't see my rat overalls. Where you can't see Kayla's rat overalls. Oh, all right, Carl. Thank you for the 1,000 bits. Thank you. Thank you. I had to make tea today because I was telling Kayla, I went hiking yesterday and found crystals. You can just grab crystals from the forest floor. That's bonkers. That was awesome. I'm so jealous. And it was awesome. And uh, and it was like 80 degrees and super nice. And we were all hiking and it was just really beautiful. And now it's 60 and raining <laughs> outside, <laughs> which is like, I get it. I live in the northern, very north. And it's like, it stays light until like 9.30 p.m. Like, it's almost light at 10 p.m. here. It's insane. that's weird. It is weird. It's very weird. So it's light for very long times. And it's uh, also, I guess, sometimes days it's 80. And then the next day it's 60 and raining with thunder and lightning. So So I'm just, like, hiding, just being warm in my mush sweater. I have a mush sweater. You have to to have the rainy days so you can appreciate the sunny days. And I love, well, and I love the plants. Like, the plants are beautiful, and they're beautiful because it rains. If it didn't rain, they'd all be, like, where I grew up, where everything was dead all the time. That's true. But, yes. So, uh, thank you, Blue Clock, for gifting us up as well. Everyone's being so nice today. That's We can only help each other through kindness. That's true. So, I have a couple funny stories. I haven't told you about them yet, Kayla, before we get into full-on Smackdown mode. Okay, I'm excited, because I have not paid attention to any current events, because my life's been on fire for, like, two and a half weeks. They're not, yeah, they're not even, like, really current events. They're just, like, UFO-related current events, which I think are always very funny. Yes. So, (laughs) I'm going to link a video in the chat, and I will, obviously, I'll keep it so that everyone on the podcast can watch it. But a couple of the UFO hotspot websites... Uh, we're saying that I think it was Chile, 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 the country mm-hmm. was uh, made a, a UNICEF video that was trying to get people to like 
I don't really know, like, be okay with, like, diversity or something, but they just straight up made, like, a reptilian alien kid. And they were all saying that the people of the Chilean government, which, by the way, has released UFO stuff in the past. Very recently, right? I thought that very was recently, recent. Yeah, very recently. And uh, their government officially released the images of that one UFO dumping something over their, like, some, like, hot plasma or something, and they didn't know what it was. Anyway, released a video about accepting a reptilian kid into a school and everyone's just like are they telling us that reptilians are coming so i'm gonna link that because it made me laugh real hard hold on i gotta bring up twitch also my brain but yeah i was my brain is so incredibly broken that when you said chili i was like chilies the rest i know that's why that's why i clarified <laughs> i was like what's happening at chilies i that's what <sighs> i clarified uh that it's not the place uh of what is it? What they, they don't make the bloom. Oh onion. no! Uh, I don't know the other Applebee's. That's what the it is. other Applebee's. <laughs> oh boy! All right, hold on. Anyway, here's the commercial. If you guys want to watch, it's very funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's just like an alien kid, and the other kids are like really mean to him, and then he's like, "No, wait, I can make shit float," and then what? it's cool again. <laughs> yeah. Ooh no! Oh my god! No. I know, and he looks really creepy. <laughs> He oh, looks really no. creepy. No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't know why the video has so many dislikes. I can't read Spanish, so I can only guess why it has so many dislikes. Like, I don't know if people are like, I'm mad about this. This is one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. How did this get approved by so many people to get to this point? I don't know. But this this top comment with 33 likes, are you ready for this? Oh my god. This is this is a bizarre. Oh, this was apparently this was this video was like 4 years ago. So there wasn't even that long ago. I mean, it wasn't even recently. Oh my god. But I don't remember when they released that footage. It still might have been close to when they released that footage, but I don't remember. But anyway, um this person is saying that they're like devils or something. Says the alien child is to Ready us for the predictive programming in the event there is ET contact as the Pope and UN plan. See quotes from Pope Francis and his astronomers. Or for whatever ET programmed agenda is planned. I also notice the witchcraft elements of levitation. Yes, demonic, as one person put it. <laughs> oh, anyway. So that made me, that made me that. chuckle. It's very, that is like incredibly creepy looking I just... it is creepy looking yeah but uh i don't know like i know <laughs> it sounds like plumpton bronze bottom said sounds like alec jones fan found the video probably oh so youtube comments are scarier than aliens sorry i'm sipping tea because i needed caffeine because it's raining and i just want to curl into a ball under a million blankets Fair. if you would like some cozy vibes <laughs> put <laughs> that in the, the chat, chat for cozy for cozy so anyway, that was something I found. I didn't even notice that it was from four years ago, so it might not even be pertinent to that because who knows what shady UFO... Like, here's the website I got it from just because I thought it was funny. Like, I don't I don't know if their research is credible at all, so I'm just going to put it in there for your own enjoyment. But News in, news in Stacked or whatever news is where stacked. I found it. Yeah. I mean, I really don't think it's... It might not even be, like... It just says alien news in all caps. Oh, so. oh it's like <laughs> Take an it online with- tabloid. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Which I kind of thought was amazing. I love this. Yeah, I thought it was, I was like, alien news? Oh. 
So apparently uh, we can check the hot sheets, as the men in black said. Do you remember that? Oh my god, yes. Men in black? Yeah, when he's just <laughs> when like, they pick up, they're like, they go to the tabloids <laughs> and look at them. Yeah, they're like, we gotta check the hot sheets. Maybe I'll watch that on my birthday. That would be nice. Maybe I'll do a fun marathon for my birthday. Men in black. Yeah, men in black is great. skip two and watch three instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so anyway, there's that. Very funny. Uh, and you guys can read all of those fun, like, tabloid-esque articles, because they are good for a joy. The hot sheets. Um, no, 3 was good. Men in Black 3 was oh, good. Oh, so just good. before we go on, Men in Black 3 is a quality movie, just so you guys know. Because you remember, I watched it for the it first time. It made me cry. Like, I watched it for the first yeah. time pretty recently, remember, because we talked about it. Yeah, and I was like, no, it's good. It made me cry. Yeah, it was, it was like, surprisingly very good. Yeah. Two just has a lot of cry. problems. Like two, yeah, two has a lot of problems. It's... I agree. So I had another. Oh, I had saved this for our ghost episode, and I, I guess I'll, I think I'll save it for that because I actually I found a podcast that it's called like Hauntings of like Highland Hauntings or something like that. I can't remember the name, but it's like it sounds like this like fairly young girl doing a podcast by herself in the Highlands of Scotland, and at one point she just goes out in the middle of the night and just like live blogs like if there's ghosts <laughs> and it's amazing oh my gosh that sounds awesome <laughs> it was awesome but we'll talk about that during the ghost episode she's been making a couple a couple new episodes recently so i hope that she has more but it was very funny and it was just like now i'm gonna have to link it because it was just too good off i don't even know where the link went i wasn't even going to talk about this but it was too good because it was just like her in the middle of nowhere in her like her scottish accent just being like like scared. Oh man. <laughs> but it was like really funny. See, that's been a great like it was really funny, but then also like kind of scary. We have to do that at some point where we go somewhere scary and just like I know go live on Twitch. Yeah, because I was looking at other paranormal podcasts to listen to because I was listening <laughs> I was looking for more paranormal podcasts to listen to, and I was listening to Knowledge Fight, which is a podcast just about how much of a, a douche canoe Alex Jones is. <laughs> and while that's very interesting, it is very depressing. <laughs> So I was like, time to do some research on Spooky Saturday, because that's not as depressing as like, and I also like listening to the Knowledge Fight one, because he'll bring up some like wild conspiracy theories sometimes. So I like to hear about, you know, just it's research at the same time. Oh, Kayla disappeared a second. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> Douche cruise ship. Oh, I was going to bring up that podcast. But first, I'm going to tell you of the other article I found, and then I'll link the podcast. So the other thing I found was another weird Scottish thing. Um, and this isn't, this isn't rel relatively new news. I just found it awesome. <laughs> uh, apparently in 1954, police were called to the Southern Necropolis in Glasgow, which is a, the Southern, like, big giant cemetery there in Glasgow, uh, where they found hundreds of children with knives and staves patrolling the area. They announced that they were hunting the Gorbals vampire, a seven-foot-tall iron-toothed creature which they claimed had killed and eaten two boys. How, hundreds. How did children organize themselves like that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna. I'm, here's. A, I got an image even of this. There is this amazing scene as hundreds of children rush cemetery. Like, what? I was like, what? Whoa. Like, what D&D &D campaign is this? Like, Yeah. <laughs> and how did you get them to listen? I don't know. But I thought that was, I thought that was pretty, pretty phenomenal, oh my God. honestly. Sandy the dog waits for Anne. That's like the, the second headline. <laughs> I know, I know. And then like in the article I was reading, they were like, 
What we really want to know, though, is what happened to Sandy the dog. Yeah, did she? Did Anne ever show up? I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, imagine a bunch of kids with stabs and knives in a cemetery, also known as a Southern yeah, Necropolis. Dope. Why? Why aren't our cemeteries called that, please? Right. Oh my. Yeah. So that was my um, that was my fun, fun, fun current events. There's a couple like. Mostly the other alien news I found, like, people were hearing some weird sky sounds that someone said was a gas leak or something. Don't know if that's true. Um, I did watch a whole documentary for hoping to find some interesting things for Spooky Saturday this week. But it was about, do you remember in 2000, I think it was 2012 or 2011, that it wasn't the Mayan end of the world, but there was a religious sect that said the world was going to end like on May 20th or something, May 21st. It wasn't, I thought that was the Mayan or. No, that was, um, that was November, but there was also a group saying it was going to end in May. So mm-hmm. it was like, in I can't remember what state it was in, but I watched a whole documentary about it and it was just really funny because obviously the world did not end. That's <laughs> true. It was like, yeah, it, they said the rapture was going to happen. It was specifically the rapture, like specifically. And it was just a, one of those documentaries where the rapture ended up not happening and people were like, well, maybe we got it wrong. It'll come in anyway. Yeah, maybe the rapture did happen and nobody got raptured. Yeah. They, yeah. You know? <laughs> no one's good enough. Everyone sucks. It's true. Ugh. Yeah, so. It's like those books we all got left behind, like Nicolas Cage. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah or it did maybe 2020 is the slow burn i'd believe that yeah oh last thing before i continue considering the state of the world i also watched a an update on those do you remember the kids in south africa that saw the aliens land yes with the art yeah yes 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 and all the kids saw the same aliens yes there was like a hot second where oh a- sorry angel linked the that not like cult or church that thought it was the end of the world it was harold camping's church isn't this a segue to how macho man died no <laughs> aliens i don't know but what is oh yes the kids in south africa so they were they saw an alien land there's like there's not footage of it but there's documentation a psychiatrist from harvard actually went to africa and interviewed the kids uh and like like they all told them they all saw the same thing blah 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 well i saw a really short interview of them as adults and they all like the same kids and they were just like yeah this happened like they told us that like the world like more or less they told us that like we were ruining the planet and we were going to kill all the trees and there's going to be no oxygen for us i was like isn't that just like climate change like and they said that the aliens had, like, telepathically talked to them. I don't know. It's really messed up, and I hate it more than anything. But it's true, though. It is. Yeah, it's messed up. So, anyway, the adults, like, uh, the kids as adults were still like, yes, this was real. This happened. Like, we weren't just kids making stuff up, which I thought was interesting. But it was a really short interview. Like, I couldn't find more than, like, a few, like, just, like, a like 30 seconds of it. So I hope I can find more eventually. Like, maybe. Wow. Hate that. Hate it. Yep. That's yep, yep, yep. horrifying because that's already scary enough because it's like all the oh. kids drew like crude crayon drawings and they all drew the same yes, thing. Yes, they, they all drew the alien. They're like, yeah. Uh, Tabnazian said Macho Man died the day the rapture was supposed to happen. Oh, it's a perfect segue. Yeah. The memes show him flying elbow dropping Jesus saying not today, big chick. He, sh- he got <laughs> raptured. He was the only one who deserved it. 
It was the only one. Only Macho Man got raptured. <laughs> I believe it. It's canon. All right. Well, that's a perfect segue into this week's topic, which was uh, wrestling. So through this horrible global pandemic, I've been watching wrestling with Kayla, my friend West, and my friend Chad. And I've never, I remember watching wrestling as, wrestling as a little kid. Like I had wrestling toys because my granny watched wrestling. And I had a lot of fun, but I didn't know anything about modern wrestling until this pandemic hit and we were trying to find ways to entertain ourselves during the, the dark realities of our timeline. <laughs> it's been so good. It's been a joy. Yeah. So it's been, it's been really fun. Uh, we've been watching AEW. I don't know anything about the current state of the WWF or the other ones because I just started watching it. But I already knew who my favorite character was because when we were watching it, a character appeared who could teleport and talked like a weird Renaissance fair actor. And I was like, this person's my favorite. <laughs> and West was like, I don't know about this guy. And I was like, just wait. He's wearing a weird mage robe. And this guy's the best. I remember. I remember West texted me and he was like, I think Matt Hardy is Holly's favorite. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I was like, there's no, no way. No, he's the best. No, he's the best. Um, and yes, it's Chad from my friend zone days. You remember Chad? Chad is a blessing. Happy birthday, Chad, Chad. Which, by the way, now that I think about it, was so mean. And I'm so sorry we did that to you, Chad, back in the day. <laughs> no, but it's, I like Matt Hardy's... So he's broken Matt Hardy because he has different personalities. He has magic powers and can teleport. And he's 3,000 years old. Um, I had to bring up an article that said all of the things about him because I like couldn't remember them all. There's so much, and it's like he's still. I, I know. feel like he keeps adding. He does oh, personalities. <laughs> he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he filled during the. So we watched this thing called the Stadium Stampede. Oh, that is like, please, everyone, you need to <laughs> if you have not watched the Stadium it's Stampede amazing. match. It was. Literally the best pay-per-view event I've seen in so long. It was amazing. It beats the the SummerSlam Kiss My Ass match that I watched that one time. It's like there was a horse. There was like yeah. Kenny Omega did his one-winged angel finisher from like obscenely high up in the air. Um, there was like, oh my god, Matt Hardy stuff oh, was yeah. good. You need to talk about <laughs> Sammy Guevara running away. Yes, like, Sammy Guevara running away from the. They tried to hit him with a golf cart and a horse again because he deserves it because he's the worst. And also, remember the the hundred yard uh, somersault like down the. They kept like body slamming him down the football field, like the whole way yes. of the football field. I it can. was yeah, it was amazing. It was very, it was very, very good. Um. Uh, yeah, Tavnazzi and Kenny Omega loves video games. Yeah. That's his like thing. Is he's a video he's a video game person. So Kenny Omega is my favorite. What's one wing angel from? It's Sephiroth from Final Fantasy. Oh, 7. that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kenny Omega is my favorite. So when Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy teamed up, that was a good. That was a good. It time was like for us. me and Kayla. It was like <laughs> Kayla. It was like we were there in spirit. It's true. We were together. Now we're still teamed yeah. up. We're still. He's so still did, there. Yeah. Exactly. So to keep this on, on track with Spooky Saturday, um, I'm going to tell you about Matt Hardy's character, Damascus. I'm sorry, persona, not character. This is real. This is real. This is real, 100%. Uh, of Damascus, who said that his body is merely a vessel for an ancient being that was that has wrestled in different organizations as Matt Hardy and broken ha Matt Hardy, claiming to be 3,000 years old, generated in 999 B.C., Damascus will transform all elite wrestling into all delete wrestling in whose former catchphrase. And then for my birthday, Kayla and West got Matt Hardy on Cameo to tell me happy birthday. And I'll link it in the show notes 
so you guys can watch it later because I'm pretty sure I have the link somewhere. It's incredible. And it's it's amazing. And he like names like gods and stuff. It's very <laughs> just like it's great. So spooky wise, it's fun to see something make a bunch of uh, really fascinating, entertaining lore, it's true. especially things that involve history and maybe teleporting he totally and having teleport. magic powers. Yeah. But there's also a cult leader and like the cult leader is so lame. He's lame. Yeah. What is it? The the order? Uh, is that what he's called? The, what is it? The, for the dark, dark order. Yeah, the dark order. I've, I'm like already yeah. forgetting. What so is there's his name? a cult. He used to be, he used to wrestle with Bray Wyatt and then like he's, now he's his own thing and he's a cult leader on AEW, but he just has no personality. I feel like he's bad on the mic and that's why they're just like, just be tall and scary. Don't say words. Yeah. Yeah. I don't He's got to be bad on the mic. That's why they're doing that. Like, so he just never says anything. I think that makes me like, I don't know, like, I guess this is just because I used to do a lot of costuming stuff, but I'm just like, that suit doesn't look spooky. It's so dude. bad. It doesn't match. It's like it it's like <laughs> early two thousands hot topic. It's I know so it's too bad. big, and I'm like, dude, like give him like a spooky outfit that's like actually spooky. I don't know who's in charge of this, but like at least like the Matt Hardy's Damascus character is wearing a like appropriately bizarre hot topic. Like maybe I got it at a Ren Fair like robe. Dude, you t- <laughs> you know he brought that stuff from home though. Like, oh, I know. That's like, I'm like, clearly that's like his. Yeah, he just was like, nah, I got this. I have all my yeah. outfits lined up. It's fine. Yeah, no. So like, I don't know. I just like, I wish that the, I wish that they went like full on cult. A bunch of people wearing balaclavas and like a guy in an ill-fitting 90s suit doesn't scream like cult leaders to me, but maybe that's their like thing. They're supposed they'll to build, be like. An- I, maybe they'll build up to it. They'll refine it, I feel like, because they're trying to make him work. So they're going to have to fix it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm optimistic. But just uh, my thought is like include some demons. Give your boy some demons. Yeah. Like he gets desperate. He summons a yeah. demon wrestler or something. I can possess someone. Yeah. Like oh, come if on. he summoned a demon wrestler, that would be so cool. Exactly. Like get let him get desperate awesome. to get the title back from Cody because Cody sucks. And like go for and it. And I mean like they have a dinosaur. Yeah. Someone has, there's a dinosaur. An so why can't. And an alien. One of the women's wrestlers is an alien. What's her name? I forget. Chris Statlander is an alien. That's her yeah, thing. Yeah, she's just an, she's an alien and she like boops people. She boops them on the nose. She's from the Andromeda galaxy. And then that makes me like think of Mass Effect, the bad one. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So there's an alien. There's a cult. There is Damascus, who's 3,000 years old. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. All I'm saying is that you could watch the sci-fi channel or you could just watch wrestling. You should just watch wrestling. I also have not kept <laughs> up with WWE in a while because uh, sidebar Shinsuke Nakamura was my favorite wrestler until they ruined him, pulled him from NXT and ruined him in WWE. So I've not kept no. up with it because it makes me sad to watch them and they destroyed AJ Styles. Like they just generally Vince McMahon is terrible and needs to stop. NXT's good though. I have not. We should get into watching NXT because that's still good because that's yeah. Triple H. But yeah, Vince McMahon is terrible. Don't want. I don't know. Oh, uh, Spinkle said my parents used to live down the block from Mick Foley, <gasps> but I never met him. He's a nice man. He visited my mom in the hospital before she passed. Oh, that's really nice. That's. So I don't sweet. know who is that. Another wrestler? Yes. Um, he is the one that had the. Do you remember it, when we were younger? The leather mask and the sock. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, so apparently Undertaker uh, fought Undertaker at some point. Okay, I, I have I <laughs> pulled up an Undertaker thing, and I know 
Undertaker, when I was little, he was my favorite. So Okay. All right. Let's hear about The Undertaker, because I don't know that much about it. I only know about what I've learned in the recent. So. Oh, Jack's throwing under, under what? Under Under Faker. Faker. Um, Under Faker? (laughs) I know. I need to look up the exact notes on him fighting himself, because there's a lot of lore there that I didn't know. I've not watched, like, every single episode of wrestling ever, but... Well, it's like, I, I for anyone that's not familiar in wrestling, like, we're, this is, like, I wasn't either until, like, a few weeks ago when I just, like, deep di- dove into it, because I was like, what else am I going to do in a pandemic? It's true. But there, it's kind of like Marvel, and, like, things happen in the way that, like, Marvel comics do. So, like, people will get retcon, things will happen, like, oh, there'll be another rivalry, oh, they used to be friends, like, I feel like it's, and people will die, <laughs> like, I feel like it's very similar to, like, what happens in the MCU, and then, like, sometimes they're just like, no, this person's back. <laughs> That's my favorite thing, is, like, there's so many times where they fight someone and throw someone off something, or, like, at that stadium stampede match when they literally drowned Matt Hardy and the oh, announcers yeah. <laughs> were like, he's <laughs> dead, no, he's be- dead! No, because, he- so he filled the pool... With the waters of resurrection from like a dirty pond. Yeah. That's what he said he did. He pre-filled that his, it. His like friend, who I'm like, don't even. Who's this guy? Filled a dirty pool at the like stadium with pond water from his compound, which is apparently the waters of resurrection. It's, it's anyway pre-filled. <laughs> he prepared. He knew that he would die. He knew. And then he changed shirts underwater twice. Yeah, he switched personalities. He went to like original <laughs> Matt Hardy twice. and like, <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. It was it was great. <sighs> But yeah, so go ahead. Tell us about The Undertaker. So The Undertaker, I kind of went back a little bit into like original lore. So basically, The Undertaker, if for those who don't know, is literally an undead wizard who can like summon lightning and fire. (laughs) And that was his whole thing. So and as they built on him, they developed him more and more. And they gave him I think originally he had a different manager. And then they gave him the manager Paul Bearer. Who is just a spooky <laughs> Gomez-looking guy. That's awesome. But Paul Bearer was actually heavily ingrained in his backstory because after a while, they ended up introducing an Undertaker's long-lost half-brother. Oh. Which I think originally... Well, originally, I think he was a half-brother. I don't know if they changed that, but originally, Paul Bearer was his half-brother's dad, and that's weird. I don't know if that stayed, but Paul Bearer worked at... The Undertaker and Kane's parents' funeral home in which they were raised in Death Valley. And he ended up accidentally catching the place on fire and killing their parents and severely burning his brother Kane and making him crazy because fire will do that to you. And then Paul Bearer, I guess, like raised the Undertaker maybe or something. I'm a little fuzzy on that fact, but he dumped Kane in an insane asylum. And was like later, <laughs> and uh, and then he. I know it is a Marvel plot. Yes, this is the plot. And then Paul Bearer is the Undertaker's manager. He's the worst. I feel like there's been points where he do, did a betray several times. <laughs> did a betray. He do a betray. So he that that's the backstory of the Undertaker. He was raised in a mortuary, like a funeral home. Uh, his <laughs> parents were de- died in a fire. Uh, his brother was burned and comes back and, like, feuds with him. I remember when Kane was introduced, The Undertaker was pretty, like, the reason I liked him when I was little was because he was spooky, he was scary. He did the Tombstone pile driver, which is the best finisher. And, like, he was undefeated for a long time. It was really hard to beat him. He, people did, but it was incredibly difficult. Usually when he came out, it's like everybody's screwed. 
<laughs> but then Kane started coming in and fighting him. And he was like, okay, fight my brother. And he couldn't do it for a <laughs> long time. So he kept getting like squashed because it was just, it was Kane and he couldn't do it. He was like, I can't, I can't fight him. And yeah. Kane, if you don't know, is the one that's like always shown in like red and black and his face is masked. Um, there was a time. I'll show a picture. I'll put a picture up. Yes. Hold on. He's very recognizable. But I am not too familiar with the Undertaker fighting Undertaker match, but I'm familiar with the time that they had um, Luke Gallows dress up as Kane. And they had like Kane versus Kane, like Kane versus fake Kane. And that was a thing. Um, God, which is weird that it's Luke Gallows. He's another big wrestler. I looked up that up and I was like, wow. Um, but yeah, the, there is nothing better than the Undertaker. I just, he is still to this day, I think he's the only one that is still actively wrestling like they bring him really? on to pay-per-views yes they bring him on to pay-per-views and i'm like please let him lay down he's so <laughs> old like they, they like i remember one pay-per-view a couple years ago they were like oh no it's the undertaker and he comes out as like SummerSlam or something and he that's kane on the or left. no is that the undertaker when he was american badass because i wanted to talk about so. that oh my god that was the time yeah i was that's exactly he doesn't look like himself because oh, because he was a different character. Yeah. Well, they just were like at one point. I feel like what was this? The early two thousands. They were like, put him on a motorcycle. <laughs> so they just like had him be the American badass for a while, and he just rode in on a motorcycle and was just a badass. But then they were like, never mind. Stone Cold fills all those needs, so we don't need you to do that. We don't need you to do yeah. that. Like that's that's fine. Like that's just Stone Cold's chick, who is like Stone Cold is my all time favorite wrestler. Um. But he's just, he's the one who comes out and, like, slams beers together and yells. Yes. Here's the, a better picture of The Undertaker, in case anyone doesn't know what The Undertaker looks like. Who's traditional Undertaker, not Undertaker who is from America? America? Ah, uh, yes. That's, that's Undertaker. Yes. And there was, like, wasn't there one recently they had him fight AJ Styles? Like, very recently. Like, he's still so. doing stuff. And I feel so bad for him. Because he's like, he's got to be like pushing 60, right? Like, I don't so know. So he's, he, he's got, I mean, he's, that's not like a cowboy hat. He's got like an, a like, right? Yeah. It's like a, it's more like a like pilgrim hat. I don't know. It's yes. a weird hat. Originally his, his thing was like, like a Western funeral. Kind of like That's what I, yeah. yeah like yeah. very old style. Yeah. This, this like American one needs to go away. <laughs> oh, Tabnazian says Undertaker is 55. That makes me sad. Please let him lay down. Like, please let him. He's not that old. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like that's a lot of stuff they make him do. Like the, the recent <laughs> match with AJ Styles was the one where they fought in a cemetery. And I remember watching this. This was recent. And like, they go to the cemetery and there's like a barn there and the barn wall knocks down and he has all his followers because the guy in AEW, that's the cult leader, He's like Undertaker mm -hmm. light because Undertaker always comes with like Oh, they they have a cult later too? Undertaker kind of is in some ways okay. like he has a bunch of people that come with him usually. Like people in hoods and stuff. <laughs> so it's just like Tavnesian said they all they still drag Hogan out from time to oh, time no. and all he can do is stand there turret punching people. <laughs> <laughs> oh no well that's like the summer slam i watched where they had him a couple years ago they were just like oh no it's the undertaker and he walked out and just like looked intimidatingly at someone and then left oh my God. and i was like that's it's good. not as bad as so on awe they bring out jake the snake sometimes Oh no! and it's just like grandpa 
Grandpa, no, no, Grandpa, don't put the snake on this person. Yeah, we're always like, <laughs> Grandpa, always you're like, handling the snake in a- inappropriately. Grandpa, please, please support the snake's lower body, Grandpa. <laughs> we're just like texting the whole time like, oh, no, Grandpa, please don't. Don't get the snake. He like had a s- sack at the last match or the last episode. We were like, please don't pull the snake out, Grandpa. Like, <laughs> let him rest. And, like, he just like was, there was like one of the women wrestlers there and he got like too close to her. And we were just like, Grandpa, get away. <laughs> like really bad (laughs) oh my god jake the snake he's he's yeah he's just kind of like i guess filling that uh meddling manager role which was what paul bearer was for the undertaker i can't remember if i took notes there was a time that he like adamantly turned on him oh i did take a note because apparently i missed this one but there was a time where kane and paul bearer exhumed the parents' bodies, like their dead exhumed? bodies, exhumed them and brought them onto the show. <laughs> brought their what? dead bodies. Brought their dead parents onto the show. Yeah, I meant to look that up, but I saw that on there, and I was like, on the article. Oh I was my reading, god! I was like, okay, that's an interesting plot choice. Yeah, you need to look up Paul Bearer because he was just like he was just like Gomez. They just made him look like oh, Gomez. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I don't know when this one is from. I gotta... Sh- oh, my God. <laughs> I need... I hope that this comes up, because it's, it's such a funny picture. I can see... I didn't realize he was such a, a cartoon character. Yeah, it's like... That was back when I feel like... Not necessarily... Okay, this isn't the best era. quality image, but you can see, like... It just says Buried Alive, World Heavyweight Championship, and there he is oh, on the side. Unmasked Kane, which is like an unfortunate time, I feel like. He needs the Unmasked Kane. Yeah, he needs the mask, I feel like, to be properly intimidating. Look at look at his eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, he has like some intense makeup. He's like he has he's like a Tim Burton character where they like make his eyes really dark. I feel like this is this was really fun and they're getting back into like it being very cartoony. Mm-hmm. Cuz literally one guy is a dinosaur. Well, that's AE, <laughs> like one, it's AEW's doing that because WWE, yeah. I feel like, tries to make things more serious, and then it's not. That's as so fun. stupid. They can't even curse. They can't curse. They can't bleed. <laughs> like they I can't remember, bleed. there was when Shinsuke uh, debuted. I think it was his debut match at NXT. He fought Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe's head got cut, and it was the raddest shit. Whoa! And he was like bleeding, and he looked pissed off, and they kept having to stop and wipe his head off, and he was like, "Stop! I want to fight this guy." Oh, blood everywhere. I was like, that's, that's what happens intense. when you make wrestling PG. It's not fun anymore. Gotta be, gotta bleed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's why, like, I liked it. Because when I started watching, I was like, we were turned it on. And, like, fucking Matt Hardy was teleporting everywhere. <laughs> I, like, tell- I remember that uh, the one where he's, like, teleporting like, wait, down the Because the, the was when it was right when the pandemic happened. And they had no audience. And they were just teleporting and no no people watching. It was so awkward, but I also amazing. Love Jr. And it, whenever he leaves this mortal realm, I'm going to cry because he's just the best announcer. Because he's always just like, "Oh, look at him! He's teleporting." He's the cowboy guy, right? Yes, the one that's always yeah. like he's running like a scalded dog. That's Jr. Yeah. So the the three announcers are are definitely aged, but they're the luchador mask guy, a uh, cowboy guy. And who's the other one? I feel like there's another person that has a gimmick. There's another one, and then there's the guy that they, like, treat poorly in AEW. I remember- uh, <laughs> Oh, the, the guy that's always been- <laughs> When Britt Baker was talking, and she was like, get out of here! 
Yeah, they're always mean to that one guy. What's his name? Like Tom or something? Oh, Tony Shivani. Tony Shivani. They're always super mean to him. He doesn't even do anything. They're just like, shut Tony. Yeah. Uh, But that's why I started watching it with no audience. Because I was like, this is like, I don't know. I feel like this is something that is just bizarre and isn't going to happen in our lifetime. Seeing these like events with no audience, which is such a strange thing to watch. But then I was like, oh, wait, this is rad. Okay. Yeah. And well, the merit to it, I feel like, and Jack mentioned this to me, is that the other wrestlers are the audience and they get to like participate, I know, which is really yeah, fun. It's cute. And they're all having fun. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Matt Lawson said, I just, I'm just remembering good old British wrestling shows back in the 80s with such stars as Giant Haystacks and Big Daddy. Oh. I don't know anything about British wrestling, but Me that neither. sounds awesome. That does sound rad. Um, I feel like the spookiest of the spooky is The Undertaker, and that's what everyone thinks about. And The Undertaker rules. He did have a... He went through phases. They always go through, like, visual branding yeah. phases. So do Marvel characters. Yep. I'm saying these are, like, these are like comics. Yep. The the American Badass was a time. Just had a motorcycle. Put him on a motorcycle. Vince McMahon. I blame him for everything. That's dumb. Kane is... Just so cool. He's He was cool. He could also summon lightning and fire. It was just a thing. He's an undead wizard. Like, how can you beat that? I could I could read some official, like, writing about him because I looked it up. But it's just, there's oh, I guess so much. There's so much to his lore. Tavnazian said in chat, um, and this isn't just to me, but to everyone, it'll help. It says, uh, if you need to catch up on the good old days of the late 80s and 90s, there's a YouTube playlist called Promos on Cocaine. That is just everything you need. That sounds interesting. I told Wes that I was going to buy the WWE streaming service, which I ended up doing. But oh no, Esper Magic just just said talked about the voodoo wrestler. We talked. Oh, about- I don't want to talk about Papa Shango. It's like it's <laughs> bad. Like let's not cartoon bad. voodoo like stuff. That's not not okay. But Wes sent me this in the mail. His DVD of the best of Raw. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. Because <laughs> he was like, don't pay for the streaming service, I got you. And I was like, I'm still gonna do it, but I'll also watch these DVDs, thank you. That's amazing. It's very good. Oh. The original Tevik is prime, thank you for the peens. Appreciate it. Have Good luck at work today, and also stay healthy. Stay, please stay healthy. It's, it's yeah, hard so times. Stay healthy. That's, I love that Wes sent you that. I know, <laughs> like, he's yeah. a treasure. He also sent me that print of him I'm where like, it's like, the title <laughs> yeah. belt. I'm like, West, I don't have a DVD player. I know. I'm like, hopefully this will go like play on my Mac. Sometimes <laughs> they don't play DVDs. So I don't know. We'll see. It'll be great. It'll oh be my fine. gosh. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm so yeah. Sorry, we're just doing an episode on wrestling, you guys. Kayla had a week. And also, it's almost Kayla's birthday. I know. It's our special birthday time because our birthdays are close together. So it's they nonstop are. our birthday. And we get to non-stop do Nonstop birthday. It's a spooky. So. Wrestling is spooky, okay? It is, is spooky. Is it real? Is it not? You decide. <laughs> I don't know. I told Wes that they're probably using sugar bottles in that like one fight during the the uh, stadium stampede, and he was like, "I don't want to hear you talk like that." He doesn't want you to be. Uh, what is it like? Yeah, there's a what word the for term? it. Not not a. Is it a mark or a smart? Uh, uh, no, smart mark. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a smart mark. He's taught me all the words. Yeah. He told me what a jobber was. Yes, a jobber is just the person, that, uh, the rando that doesn't get an intro and then gets beat up. <laughs> there used to be like, I was watching an old 90s pay-per-view and I forgot about the job squad and they just like the had job- shirts that were like, pin me, pay me. And I was like, yeah. yes, own it. Own it. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, we can't break kayfabe. Yeah. Learn all those words. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, when I was like, West, I'm a smart mark. And he was like, don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a smart. Oh, I don't. I wish we had wrestling based fact or fiction tonight. That would be awesome. I don't know what stories we have, but we do have quite a few stories to get through. So we do. We'll have a bunch to choose from. Um, so The Undertaker is amazing. Um, to give you some like more pointed lore that is just not me like ranting about how good The Undertaker is, there is like a huge pro wrestling fandom page that's like very extensive. And there's a, it's the Undertaker page is incredibly long, but they say at the beginning, which I, I think this, this says it better than I ever could, which is, um, the Undertaker has two contrasting personas, the dead man, an undead occult like figure, which has consisted of many different versions, beginning with the Western mortician character, which, you know, have the, have the cool hat and ending with the satanic ministry of darkness leader in 99 before returning to the dead man in 2004 as a hybrid of all his previous incarnations. His other persona is the American Badass, a biker, which ran from 2000 to 2003. So he's had a bunch of specialty matches, which I remember that, like Hell in the Cell, Last Ride, Buried Alive, Casket Match. Um, but yeah, so he has always been associated with being undead, satanic, and also motorcycles mm. for a, a short amount of time. <laughs> also motorcycle. Because he's a badass. Uh, there is a dinosaur luchador. That's who we're talking about. It's uh, the Jurassic Express mm-hmm. is a group in AEW. And it's uh, a four foot eleven guy named Fun Size, a 20-year-old guy named um, Jungle Boy, and their dinosaur, who's a luchador guy who's, like, really tall. Oh, yeah. The time- I- that was funny the time they, like, went into the audience and punched him. And we were like, oh, God, he punched that kid. He took out that child. <laughs> oh, my God. But- well, the Undertaker, I like that. And also they've wrestled in cemeteries, right? Yes. The Undertaker. So recently they had that match, which was AJ Styles and the Undertaker in a cemetery. And I think he ended up like, like choke slamming him into the grave. It was just, it was really rad. It was, it was very recent. I don't know. I'm trying to Google it to tell you for sure which one it was. WrestleMania 36. Oh, the Boneyard match. The Boneyard match. It was in a foggy graveyard. I do remember that. And I remember um, the the barn wall falling down and he had all his followers inside the barn. Oh my gosh. They do tout this as being inspired by the final deletion, which you've watched, right? Have you watched all that? No, I haven't watched all of it. <laughs> Is that the one with the volcano? That was like, it was like a long series. It was the one that, I think it's the one that's, it might start with the whole, like, Brother Nero birthday party nonsense, dilapidated boat. Like, that was, like... Right, yes. So, like, I feel like... I'm still, like, learning. There's a lot of lore to catch up on. Yeah. So TNT was, like, dying, I feel like, was why they let him do that. They were just like, sure, go go to town. And Matt Hardy was like, got you. I got you, fam. And he just did these ridiculous videos where, like... <laughs> Jeff Hardy punches a kangaroo or tries to fight a kangaroo. Oh, they fought a kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. I watched the one. And then he, like, as, like, his character, like, Damascus' character, like, thanks the kangaroo. Yeah. And, like, bows to him, walks away. Yeah. Like, and the kangaroo had a name. I can't remember what it was. It was something dumb. I can't remember either. (laughs) And, like, they have, like, a, a, like, they shoot fireworks at each other and he hides behind the boat. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. I watched that one. Yeah. And then at the end, it ends with him. I think he was throwing Chris Jericho in the in the volcano i can't remember i hope so he throws he throws someone in a volcano also uh original stevicus prime i did get your stamps i'm gonna do a mail day 
uh, next week. So then we'll all get to talk to them. I'm very excited to show everyone the stamps because they're beautiful. I love them. They're little pie pastry stamps. They're so cool. Oh, that's cute. I know. They've got their little... Okay, I'll show now. I want to see them. I have... I I know. They made us... I didn't want to interrupt, but it's just too cool. (laughs) They made... They made these pastry stamps. Look, they have a little chicken foot coven symbol to go oh, on pastries. Oh, are those pastries. the ones that did the logo on the stamp? Mm-hmm. Ah! Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So I'm going to make pies and put a little, like, pastry stamp on them. There's two of them. I still love that logo. I know. I love that logo. I mean, it's still the chicken foot coven logo, so. Yay. As soon as, you know, Strix can always get hired again by Omen, and the chicken foot coven can always come in and help, you know? It's they they got they got work. Yeah. They got to bake they're some still, pies. They're still they're still making pies. Still making pies. Yeah, but those are lovely. Thank you so much. I also have I have a few other like fun little mail things, but I'll do it on Monday. I'm excited. But anyway. I'll watch. It's lovely. Uh, um, everyone's been just so lovely. So, the final deletion stuff was to to save TNT. I'm pretty sure someone can sound off in the chat if they remember better, but I think it was just like they just let Matt Hardy do this shit on his property and go bonkers and just be like do whatever, <laughs> dude. And it's like they've been trying to capture that aesthetic since then because it was just so good. It was so ridiculous and so funny and so interesting. And this um boneyard match was the first time they kind of kind of got that down because it was like a ridiculous like there was a bulldozer they climbed on top of a bulldozer <laughs> and fought it was it was good it was good but it was no final deletion if we're being honest you can't you can't capture the matt hardy broken brilliance yeah it says broke broken brilliance very loudly it's great that was my favorite part of the video that we got for holly for her birthday was the fact <laughs> that like he was like holly you have to be positive because positivity leads to optimism, and that is the, the key to broken brilliance. And I was like, that's a really good pep and he's talk. Like, and he also said, like, ever, like, something about magic that you didn't even tell me. It was like, I everyone has magic. And I was like, you didn't even tell him that. It must be his broken brilliance. No, like, Wes and I were, te- he texted it to me as soon as it came through. And I and he was like, I didn't tell him to say that. He has to know who Holly is. And I was like, oh my god, I'm really scared. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, he did, like, 40, like, like of those a uh, cameo that videos. That was after yours, though. I think you t- you tweeting it made him get a bunch. I'm pretty really? sure. Yeah, because he sent that like immediately. He got that yeah. that one done like pretty immediate. They're just like, oh my god, I can get, I can get the real three thousand year old Damascus to <laughs> to tell me happy birthday. Whoa, that was well worth the money. That was like the best cameo I've ever seen. Like, good it job, was great. Matt Hardy. We also, I was saying is like like I. I can't, like, I don't want to, like, I'm sure Cameo is great for other people, but I feel like it truly lets wrestlers shine. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I feel like having that character, it's like, that That was true, true art. It was. Yeah. It's pure, it's purest form. I think, I think that's the thing that I've liked so far about learning about wrestling is um, just how, like, how it is kind of pure in a lot of ways, because it is just, like, stories being told. So it's kind of like a nice little like reprieve from all of the bad things happening in the world because you're like, this is just ridiculous. Like this guy just got hit by a golf cart, even though like, you know, he's fine. Or like, they're like, he's dead. And it's like, you know, he's (laughs) I I love when they shout that because it's like constant. Like (laughs) it's constant. He's dead. He's dead. West West was telling me about how like they always yell like these things are made of solid steel. And like they're 100% not like none of them are made out of solid steel. But I mean, they could be. 
They could. Oh my god, that man had a family. I mean, yeah, like there was. I rewatched the. Um, <laughs> it was the Undertaker Hell in a Cell Mankind match that apparently is a meme. Jury told me it was a meme where you're like, yeah, but do you remember when the Undertaker threw Mankind off a 16 foot cell? It, I don't know. It became a meme, which is weird, but. They, he threw him off of it into, which was planned, into the announcer table. And the announcers immediately are like, he's dead. He's broken in half. Oh, my <laughs> God. And I remember that match because later uh, he throws Mankind onto a bunch of tacks, which hurt me more no. in my soul than throwing him into a table. It's like, ugh, ow. Yeah, West was teaching me about what a spot was. So a spot is if it, they really get hurt. Yeah. I think I think a sprite, a spot, or, a spot, or is a spot when they're not hurt. A spot's when they're not hurt, well, and like they, they're like, just like acting it up, right? Like if they succeed at at spotting, yeah, it, like it's fine. But there's some other word that like has to do with them not like 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 if it if they mess it up and they're actually hurt. I always call it whiffing it, but I'm sure Jack's gonna come in with the correct term. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a spot is just like a move. Yeah, okay. so like they need to succeed. Yeah. He probably was telling you like, oh, he he succeeded it. Supporting okay, that yeah. spot, but or it, yeah, if they, they botch it, it, that's okay. when they like actually get hurt. Yeah, I like whiffing it. Angel says they taught a zombie to wrestle. Yes, there was a time where they had a zombie, <laughs> but then they realized that was a dumb idea because you can't bite each other in wrestling, so that didn't last long because you can't bite people. Oh my god, that was just oh. a, a terrible, terrible thing. Um, the other. Um, I, I came with some more to talk about too. There are a couple oh, more. Oh, please do. I want. I don't know anything about any of this. Oh my god. I had like I watched wrestling as a little kid, and I had some wrestling action figures. I literally don't remember who they were. All I know is it was like the one really big guy in like the the leotard, like a unitard. The Big Show, definitely. Yes. Yeah. He was like in a unitard, and then I had another guy with bracers. They were like red bracers, and I don't know who that was. But those are the only toys I had. Uh, might have just been made up. They could have just been bootlegged, like, made up toys. I'm but. sure there's someone who's going to know Red Bracers. I yeah, think. I don't know. It wasn't Andre the Giant. I'm pretty sure it was Big Show. Yeah, because he always wears the the, the leotard with like, yeah. the big scoop neck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely Big Show. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the other ones I wanted to talk about, which I saw someone mention in the chat, was uh, Gangrel. He was a vampire. Just so I'm like, isn't that from Vampire the Masquerade? Yes, like, that's that where his plan? name come, came from. It was from Vampire the Masquerade. That's <laughs> why he picked it. Um, his whole thing was he was a vampire because he, I think, started around the time of the Lost Boys. So they were like, let's oh capture that. Let's capture that. So he had blonde hair. He wore, I remember he wore like the, the frilly clothes. And his oh whole God. entrance was he would like sip on a goblet of blood and then spit it back out which was kind of disgusting like was this wwe yes this they're was not WWE. even allowed to show blood anymore well this was back in the good old days before <laughs> they censored degeneration x and they couldn't say suck it anymore um okay but yeah he would he would rise from a circle of fire and then would drink blood and spit it back out um oh that was his God. whole entrance so That's that was pretty awesome. cool um, and then he ended up developing the, was it the dart, the brood. It was originally the brood. Um, and he did that with <coughs> some very edgy wrestlers. I think it was Edge was one of them and was Edge. Just Test, Edge. Maybe Test. I don't remember. It was just like gothy, whatever, whatever. And they were the, the, the brood. And there was a point where he actually turned on the rest of the brood and teamed up with the Hardy brothers. So Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy, and they became the new brood. 
And that didn't last long. It was apparently bad. But his whole shtick was he was just a vampire. I don't think he bit anyone. They, he, the brood had this whole thing where they would cut the lights in the whole oh, spooky. Uh, stadium. And then That's they really would, spooky. Yeah, they would turn it back on and the person they were fighting were covered in blood. So that was the one of their other things was like cutting the lights and just like dumping blood on someone. That's awesome. That's so spooky. So that that was an interesting thing. But he himself, I feel like, was not that memorable. I think they let him do well for a while, but I don't really like I did not retain that much about him. I knew he existed, but he definitely wasn't a favorite from what I recall. But yeah, his his whole thing in the brood was very. It had potential, but I feel like they did not follow through because he didn't have any good supporting members. If they gave him like a mummy friend, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> mummy friend, anything but Edge. Like I don't know, just anyone else. And that I have another, other- I have an earlier picture of the Undertaker. I'm just gonna post here because it's great. Bless this him. is an. I'm pretty sure this is an earlier '80s one with <coughs> Paul Bearer. Who's holding an urn? Yeah, he carried around an urn. And that has his parents in it, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that has his parents in it. I think it originally did. And then obviously they exhumed their bodies and that was not the case anymore. But I thought that's what was in it. He's holding the belt in this one. God, just the best. That's great. Someone in chat asked if like Biker Undertaker or Undead Undertaker is better. Don't even talk to me about Biker Undertaker. Because literally they were just like... What, why are you doing this? Stone Cold is serving those looks. You don't need <laughs> to put him on a bike. Like, yeah, there's no, there's no need for that. Yeah, okay. Mel Skunk said that's his parents, apparently, in the urn. Yeah, except they retcon that and then exhumed their bodies at one point. But whatever. Like, oh, I mean, who cares? Maybe he had two sets of parents. He could have had fifty parents for all we know. We don't know. Yeah, maybe they were undead parents. <laughs> oh boy. There was also this like really weird. The other one I wanted to mention was this one that, like, you're going to have to Google a picture of this guy. It was weird. It didn't really go anywhere, but mm-hmm. they did something. I feel like this was in the early 2000s um, with the boogeyman. And his whole thing was that he was just trying to be scary. I think they had him say sing Freddy Krueger's song there for a little bit, and they probably had to stop doing that. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. But he definitely, they would, like, I remember watching a clip recently, it was, like, I think maybe today, of John Cena, like, talking, and then the boogeyman, like, came out from behind a dark corner and threatened him and smashed something on his head, and John Cena was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) But his whole thing was just, he's this spooky boogeyman, and he kept saying that he was gonna come, come for whoever, and that was just it. So they didn't really do anything with it. It was just when they tried to push some, like, horror things, tried to make it spooky. It didn't really work. Right. He was a very scary. I mean, he looked scary, but it didn't really make any sense. Oh, Tabnazian said he was behind a door singing London Bridge. Yeah, for John Cena, he was. I remember that. That's and, like, weird. And he had, like, a clock or something, and he, like, John Cena, like, peeked back around the corner at him, and he smashed the clock on his face and was like, ah, I'm drooling. He was, like, drooling. You need to Google this guy. It was weird. What was his name? Oh my god! I'm gonna find it. What was his name? I'm gonna find a picture. The Boogeyman. Oh, the Boogeyman. Okay. So you put in the Boogeyman WWE and you'll find him. Angel Booth says Undertaker collects dead parents from his victims. Yes. Oh man, but this this guy's costume looks cool. Yeah, he was like he was weird looking. Like, yeah, but he would like but drool like, and stuff though, and it's just like ew, gross. The drool's a bit much. 
Yeah, and he would eat worms. He would eat the worms. The worms are cool. So it was just, it was wild. So he would just come out and he'd basically be like, I'm coming for you. And that was pretty much it. That was his shtick. So I feel like it didn't really, like, it just didn't get anywhere. He had like a wet, gross heart around his neck. Okay. <laughs> and he would like, it'd just be like all wet and nasty. Oh, Tavnazian said we need to talk about gold dust. Is gold dust really spooky or is gold dust just ridiculous? Okay, this is the boogeyman. I mean, that's a cool costume. He's got a clock, apparently? Yeah, so he, like, smashed the clock on his head. I feel like that's the Freddy Krueger influence, you know? Like, okay. right? Because when they're sleeping, they can't... I don't know. I don't remember Freddy Krueger. But I feel like that's where that's coming from, maybe. Interesting. I'm trying to think, like, what is the gold dust lore? Because there's... We have... We have I'm Dusty Rhodes, them. gold... Dusty... You remember on AEW, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes? He came out yeah. and fought? That's gold dust. But... Oh! Not, you know, oh. a different... A different... I don't know. He had a different outfit. He's not gold dust anymore. Oh, there's definitely a spooky. That's a that's that. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> let's let's think about gold dust for a minute. There's, there's a also lot going Stardust. on here. This uh, Cody Rhodes wow. used to be Stardust. Like he did the Whoa. whole like ridiculous outfit as Stardust, and that was cooler than the uh, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Because please don't show off your these neck are some tattoo. these it's are scary. some amazing costumes. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Look up Stardust, too. I feel like that was a lot cooler. That was, like, Cody Rhodes before he decided he wanted to just be Cody Rhodes. That's awesome. Like, there's so many interesting costumes here. Like, look at this costume. It's just, like, like a cre- It looks like they came from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks like a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, character. the blood bangs and the long hair. Oh, my God. The good, the good stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know anything about gold dust. Yeah, let's see. So I'm I'm looking at an article real quick because I don't I'm not that familiar. I mean, I'm familiar with his like overall aesthetic. Um, so Dustin Rhodes went through a couple iterations, and it says in '95 Rhodes returned to the WWF wrestling as a heel, nicknamed the Bizarre One because of his somewhat spooky, very suggestive mannerisms and presence under the name Gold Dust. He deliberately. Oh my God, this one is so good. <laughs> Sorry, there's just so many good costumes. Yeah. He uh, deliberately attempted to creep out his opponents through lewd and flirtatious mind games. Okay, see, I remember that. Look at this one. I guess that's spooky to be lewd with someone who doesn't want it. I, I mean, yeah, yeah that yeah, spooked me out. That's spooky. Yeah, he's like, he's buck wild. Yeah, that's, that's very a lot. Ric there's, Flair. There's a lot of there's a lot of eighties going on in this. <laughs> yes. That is very Ric Flair of him to have like the feathered robe. Yeah. Again, it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy to me. Amazing. Okay, so the character is portrayed as being obsessed with films in the color gold as a pun of the Oscars statuette. As gold oh. dust, Runnels wrestled and won his debut match against Smarty Janity at In Your House 4 pay-per-view. Runnels wrestled first in a gold and white and later a black and gold color jumpsuit while wearing gold faceplate, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, so he's modeled after an Academy Award slash Oscar statuette. so bizarre. <laughs> Oh yeah, he feuded with Razor Ramon. Okay, yes. Wait, he's he's Cody Rhodes' brother. Yes, his older what? brother. Yeah, that's it's, weird. And Cody Rhodes did Stardust for a while, which was much better for him than whatever he's doing now and having a nasty ta- neck tattoo that I hate. Oh I hate, my god, <laughs> I hate looking at that. I hate it. Yeah, the neck tattoo is bad. It's so bad. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna see if there's any. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Right? 
Yeah, that's I way cooler. I feel like he also didn't say many words when he was Stardust. And that it, helps. Yeah, that helps him because <laughs> he's not very he's not a very intimidating guy. Like when you boil it down to it. Here's the here's the Cody Rhodes as Stardust, and if you watch AEW, he's in, in it a lot as himself with like a really weird neck tattoo. It's bad. Oh yeah, Jack clarifies. So Dusty Rhodes is their dad. Dustin is Gold Dust. Sorry, I call okay. him Dusty. Whatever. They're both Dusty. Dusty Junior. <laughs> we do not speak of the neck tattoo. It's so bad. Uh, it's a it's a bold choice in branding. <laughs> I'm like, can he get that covered up? Or like, why did he do that? I feel like that'd be like, hey guys, I like re like. Kayla and I are rebranding Trash Coven to Wheat Growing Hands. Also, I have a neck tattoo of it. <laughs> oh my God, please no! It's like it doesn't matter what it looks like. Like if you put a tattoo right there on your neck, it's gonna be. And you don't have any other tattoos. It's yeah, like, it's weird. It's like if you have, a, if like I got a tattoo on my neck, I'd be like, okay, well, I have a bunch of other tattoos, but like that was the that was the choice. That was his first choice for some reason. Yeah. I don't anyway, know. Jack always gets mad at me for smack talking Cody Rhodes because we wouldn't have AEW no. without him. But I'm it's also true. like, that's true. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, who else? Well, we we've been watching because we've been watching AEW. We like Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy's great. I love Orange Cassidy. We were just sort of looking at his Twitter before this, and I retweeted, because his <laughs> tweets are all just, like, two words, and he tweeted, it's fine. So I retweeted that, because I could relate to talk. that. He doesn't <laughs> talk. He just yeah. kind of hangs out. I feel like I relate to him on a deep level. TBH. He's a treasure. Oh, Flompton Bronzebottom, that is a good point. The, I did look up the gobbledygooker. Have you seen that? No. That was, oh my god, that was in wrestling. <laughs> okay, tell me about the gobbledygooker. Oh my god. Don't it's, remember this. It's a turkey. And he just sometimes comes onto the stage and beats people up. Oh, it's literally. a turkey. Yeah, it's literally a turkey. It's, it's It was WWF. The turkey came in and just like beat people up and came out of like an egg. Wow. Like, but I don't know, they, I guess they were a wrestler. But they just dress as a turkey? <laughs> oh, okay, here, I found a little article. It says, in the autumn of 1990, World Wrestling Entertainment literally laid an egg. In the weeks leading up to that year's Survivor Series, a giant shell began appearing at WWE events all across the country. Here what it is. is. I'm showing was, everyone. <laughs> what was inside this prehistoric-sized egg was a complete mystery to everyone in the WWE universe, but speculation still ran rampant. Was it a famous world champion waiting to make his WWE debut? Could it be the first grappling dinosaur in sports entertainment history? All these <laughs> questions were answered <laughs> at Survivor Series on November 22nd when the egg finally cracked. With the trustworthy mean Gene Okerlund standing by, the oh, egg... Oh, on Thanksgiving. Wow. Wow. The shell broke open and one of the most disappointing personas in WWE <laughs> history made its first appearance. Known as the gobbledygooker, this six-foot tur turkey was greeted by a chorus of boos from the disappointed crowd of 16,000 fans <laughs> in the Hartford Civic Center. Instead of returning superstar or beautiful woman, the fans got a walking Thanksgiving dinner. Um, I'm sorry, I think it's genius. Yeah. <laughs> the most disappointing. Also, they do have a di There's a dinosaur now, so there is Yeah, that. there is. Anyway, it's a turkey. They did like they did Christmas ones too. That was like some of the things that came up when I was trying to research stuff. There were like Christmas themed wrestlers. There was like a Santa, an evil Santa or something. I don't know. It's a time. Apparently the you. Undertaker was convinced he was going to debut as the gobbledygooker. Oh my god. <laughs> really? 
He said, uh, this was from 2019. It says, although The Undertaker is nothing short of a legend in WWE, he revealed his fear that he was going to be the man in the gobbledygooker suit. And a clip from WWE legend Stone Cold Steve Austin's upcoming WEE Network series, Steve, whatever, it's like some show. Yeah. It says, says uh, one of his biggest fears leading up to his debut in then WWF. So about that, this is from him, from The Undertaker. So about the time I got my phone call, they were doing this promotion where on the show, back then they do three or four weeks in a row, they had this gigantic egg on the set. The Undertaker said a stone cold displayed a photo of the gobbledygooker's egg. So this egg appears on the show, right? And all of a sudden my mind just starts going like, oh man, they're going to bring me in this egg. <laughs> how is this? This is how outlandish the gimmicks were back then too. I'm going to be Eggman. I had convinced myself to the point where my stomach hurt that I'm going to be Eggman. The poor, the poor guy. That's so funny. Aww. He was so scared. Eggman. Eggman. There was a Minotaur? Yes, there was a Minotaur. And I feel like that was a short-lived thing. He came out with, like, the bull, the bull head, and everyone was really confused. I feel like he had to take that oh off. Oh my god, there it is! <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he had to take that off. I'm sure he did. But everyone was very confused by it, from what I recall. Um, And it was very, very short-lived. That's amazing. So we've covered everything that Spooky Saturday is important. Like, we've covered cryptids. We've covered aliens. We've covered undead. Wrestling has it all. It has it all. There's an alien. There's a minotaur. Chris Statlander in AEW. She's an alien. Undead ghosts. I, I would call the Undertaker a ghost. Undead ghost, ghost wizard yeah. man. I don't know. Yeah, it's there's the vampires. Minotaur, yeah, he definitely took the helmet off. Oh, there's vampires. Yep, yep. We got Gangrel, the vampire, the masquerade vampire. Yeah, just straight up from Vampire the Masquerade. Not even trying. Gangrel, I think, or no, the Undertaker had the Dark Brotherhood. He had his whole thing. Yeah. Well, now we have the cultists, the Dark Order. Yes. See, that's what I think. I think they're trying to do, like, Undertaker light, but it's just not working because you didn't make him an undead wizard. Like, make him an undead wizard. You just made him a dude. Like, the fact that he's just a dude, like, is not that exciting. Plus, like, he's not charismatic. Who would follow him? I would not. Ain't happening. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. Nope, nope. Wrestling is a blessing. It's a blessing. It is. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm just looking at a thing of, like, the dumbest gimmicks, and there's some... Yeah, there's some weird ones. My Wi-Fi dropped, so I can't pull up the article on my phone, but there was also the Spirit Squad, which were just, like, evil cheerleaders, which was another Vince McMahon idea that was real dumb. And they all had, like, normal names, like Kevin, Greg, I don't know, they had, like, normal names, and they were just, like, evil cheerleaders. So that was the thing. Oh, my God. Oh, apparently they, in 2004, they introduced a priest named Mordecai. Oh, my God. Who wanted to fight against The Undertaker. Before that could get it started... Because Mordecai was sent to the WWE's training territory and the character was scrapped. He was like a priest. He's got a mage, like a mage staff. Okay, that's pretty dope, though. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. (sighs) Well, should we get to some stories now that we've just had this lovely discussion about wrestling? It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. Okay, I have one pulled up and I'm ready to read. All right, okay, it's going to be story time. Here you go. Mm, Story time. 
this one comes from Anonymous. There's no sign off on this one. My family had just moved into this house a few years ago. A few weeks after we had fully settled, I had seen a blue glow in another person's backyard. I never could see what was making it since the yard was fenced in, but I assumed it was a floodlight or a motion detector getting set off. One evening, I was out in my backyard watching the sunset when I heard a female voice behind me say, don't you think it's getting dark? I turned around in surprise, but nobody was there. I heard the voice again. You should get inside. After an hour of hiding in my room, I looked out the window to the area I heard the voice. The blue light was on in the other person's yard, but this time it started glowing brighter than normal. A blue light came out through the fence and began to float down the street, swaying from side to side. When the light got close to our house, it stopped, then started moving towards the backyard. It then stopped at the spot I was standing at an hour ago and stood there. After a couple minutes, the light went back the way it came and continued floating down the street. No! No! I hate that. I hate anything with lights. Does it it give us a fact or fiction? It does. So what do you think it is? (sighs) I don't know. I have never seen a light use a street. It's true. It followed. It followed law. The traffic laws. I follow. The light was following traffic laws, so that makes me say fiction. Oh, because the light was following traffic laws. That's a very specific way of deducing this. I'm very impressed. Thank you. I don't know. Lights don't follow traffic rules. All right. So chat seems to be mixed. I see facts or fictions. Well, you got it. This one's made up. Haha, I got it. Because they don't, lights and aliens don't follow traffic rules. Fact. Wow, you're getting too good at this. <laughs> it's it's not easy to trick her anymore. No. Oh my. I can be tricked. I can be tricked. It's possible. Can you? Can you? I don't know. I think they're going to have to try a little harder. I'm going to send you one that comes from, the next one comes from Anthony. Sweet. And, uh, okay. This is from Anthony. It's story time. My great-grandparents died when I was very young. First, my great-grandfather of cancer, then my great-grandmother, Granny. Oh, I called mine Granny as well, of a broken heart soon after. Oh, it's so sad. Too young to understand death or be at the funeral. I was at the wake afterwards at their house and uncharacteristically being allowed to wander around unsupervised while the adults mourned in the kitchen. Walking down the hallway, I heard my granny calling me, so I hurried to her room where she met me at the door. She told me she was waiting for me and that she and my great-grandfather wanted to take me on a trip for a bit. She offered me her hand and we went outside, unlocking the back door, which was well above my three- to four-year-old reach, and walking to and into the pool. One of my uncles heard the splash from the kitchen and ran out to pull me from a watery grave as fast as they possibly could. When everything calmed down and I was asked what happened, I explained as best I could and then got in trouble for making up hurtful stories about those we miss. My sister was born about a year later. When she was young, she had what we thought was an imaginary friend who she eventually started calling her Angel Granny. At first, we all thought it was a normal kid thing. My parents still do, but I know now it was something else. One day when I tried to tell her Angel it wasn't real she looked at me and sat with a sad face and told me that granny wanted to tell me she was sorry for taking me in the pool that it was selfish but she did it because she was lonely and scared shortly after that angel granny stopped visiting my sister and she insisted it was my fault oh no 
No! <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. Wow. Oh. <sighs> I, well, I don't want ghosts to be mean. Don't be mean, ghosts. She was lonely. She was lonely. That's upsetting. That has several layers of guilt. Yeah, it has a lot of layers of guilt. That's some familial guilt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't even, like, I don't want it to be fact, but I'm just going to say it is. I don't want it to be. All right, what do we think, chat? Rip Angel Granny. (laughs) Yeah, that's messed up. Come on, ghosts. Ghosts don't need to be all, like, passive aggressive. Ooh, okay. It's very mixed. It is mixed again. Well... You got it. This one's real. Ah, no! <laughs> no Anthony says, it. Anthony <laughs> says, this story is fact. It still keeps me up at night 25 years later. Ah, no. 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 No, no. <laughs> Everyone in chat, like, no. Oh, my God. I hate that. That's I really scary. Especially, it like, is I don't scary. Know. Like when kids are just like, Granny says hi. And it's like, no, stop. <laughs> no, I hate that. And that happens a lot. Like that happens a lot, a lot. Ugh. Well, thank you, Anthony, for that. That was that was great. And awful. Hated but it. great. Hated I did it. hate it. All right. All right. Are we ready f- for the next one to disturb us and make us sad? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Okay, go. This one comes from Craig Caldwell, a.k.a. Fruity Bop, on Twitter. Dear Spooky Scouts, My girlfriend started studying and practicing paganism slash Wiccan. I'm not totally sure what the difference is yet. And she started telling me everything as she learns. Now, I'm not exactly the spiritual type and tend to be kind of a skeptic, but I try my best to be supportive, of course. But there's one experience we shared that I cannot explain. We both saw a fae or a spirit or a freaking gremlin or something to that effect. She saw it first, claiming she was walking from our kitchen and saw a dark gray figure with thin, messy white hair peering at her over a bed in a spare bedroom. I brushed it off as her having an overactive imagination. That was until I saw the same figure scampering across the dining room a few nights later, pausing to look at me for a second before darting to the other side of the room towards our bathroom. I still wasn't totally convinced, though, and thought it was the darkness playing tricks on me. But I'd say a month or so later, I'm doing the dishes in the middle of the day, blinds open and everything, and see the same figure looking up at me over over the half hall in front of our sink. It was looking at me like a shy kid, wondering what I'm up to, barely peeping over, looking up at me. Later that that same night, somehow, a piece of wood I had leaned pretty steeply against a wall somehow fell the opposite direction onto my heel it wasn't enough to hurt me but it definitely grabbed my attention i think if this thing is real then it's not necessarily a mean and definitely not evil spirit i think it's more mischievous it's trying to keep our attention or maybe it's just clumsy who knows i believe this is real even though it goes against everything i i believe tell me what you guys think though and look forward to the next episode craig caldwell Ugh. Ugh. I mean, ugh. Ugh. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like that's a fact. Because it's I know it's happened a lot. It could just be like who knows what it could be, but I'm just going to say fact. That's my gut reaction. I don't know. Maybe oh, it's a raccoon. 
Uh, it could be a raccoon. It, could it sounds be an like angry Gollum. Raccoon. It sounds it like a Gollum. Gollum. It could be a raccoon. I don't know. But it sounds like it sounds like it could be real. Well, this one's complicated. No, oh, no, because uh, Craig clarifies he's not sure if he was hallucinating or not. So, so technically, though, that's real. Yeah, hallucinations I, I put into the fact category because if you're hallucinating, it's still happening. It's just happening in your head. That's true. Yeah, too much mush. Said <laughs> too, too much mush. <laughs> So what's so what's the what's the backstory on this? That that was it. That's all they gave. They might have been hallucinating. Said, yeah, they just might have been. Why? They're like, don't know what. It's hard to say. So I would say that that's fact. They just don't want to believe it. Interesting. You know I mean? Like, yeah. if if that's there's some question about hallucination, I think that maybe they're just uncomfortable with the yeah. truth. Mm. With fact. That's cool. I'm trying. That's to a good phase story. That's a good one. I know, and I don't, I don't know, it just sounds like Gollum. Yeah. I'm not okay with it. I'm just not okay with it. We, they didn't give us the, up. Uncle Silver, they didn't give us the, the reason for the hallucination, so mm-hmm. we don't know. No, he's just saying, it, like, I think in the story they mentioned, like, maybe just being dark and stuff like that, so it sounds like they're just in denial to yeah. me. Um, all right, it's going to be story time. This one's from Anonymous. Anonymous. All right. Back in 2015, I was living in an apartment with my grandmother. Behind her apartment complex is a large patch of woods that is older than pretty much anything else in the area, with some trees larger around than I can put my arms around, fairy circles every half mile or so, and desire paths older than my grandmother. On the other side of the wood is a Walmart and a Costco. That's fact. Oh, beautiful (laughs) woods. Let's build these there. Uh, One night, my grandmother asked me to run to the previously mentioned Walmart because she was making dinner and realized she had forgotten some ingredients. I agreed because who tells their grandmother no? I head out the door and decide to head through the woods because it was faster than walking around. And I'd been going through the woods dozens of times, though never at night. As I'm following the paths through the forest, I keep hearing noises behind me, like snapping twigs and fleet little footsteps. I don't think much of it because I knew turkeys lived in these woods. At least I didn't think much of it until I heard this loud giggle directly behind me. I said, screw this and took off running down the path as fast as I could for as long as I could. We're talking a solid three minutes of panic sprinting until I merge from the woods just behind the Walmart. I stopped to catch my breath, and when I finally straightened up, I looked over towards the back of the Walmart only to see a hill, a hill that wasn't normally there, and then I saw the hill stand up. I don't know how to just how, how else to describe it, but the hill stood up. The next thing I know, I'm at the entrance to the Walmart, and I don't remember how I got there or anything else after the thing with the hill. I felt nauseous, lightheaded, and faint of breath. After that, I hurried up and got my grandma's missing ingredient and called my brother to give me a ride home since I was not walking through the woods alone again. I haven't been back to the woods at night since, but sometimes during the day when I visit my grandma, I can feel something watching me from the forest. Something that feels angry. No! Standing Hill, no! No, sit back down! Was that a UFO? Was it an abduction? That sounds like a a fae thing, maybe, right? Or Or an abduction! That sounds like a UFO to me. Ugh! That's not like a hill. What? That's a UFO shape. Sounds like there's some might be some lost time. I don't know. Hmm. Ooh, a lot of people are saying facts to this one. It's pretty unanimous thus far. I don't know. I think to me, in my opinion, this has too many trademarks of too many different things. So I'm gonna say fiction. Ooh, there's too many different things mishmashed into here. Lost time. 
like Interesting. giggle children and at Hill. I don't know. <laughs> children also. Children yeah. also. Well, interesting theory, but this one's real. A no, similar come event on. did occur. No, that's awful. No. <laughs> no. We we don't have any more additional context, but it just says spooky Saturday well, story. Fact. Anonymous, you were abducted. That sounds like an abduction to me. That sounds like you got through the forest and like that hill was a spaceship. Ooh, what if they cl- what if they cloak with the landscape? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It could happen. Yeah. I mean, of course, Uncle Silver, in fact, means the storyteller believes it, which, but still, whatever happened, they had an experience, regardless of if it's quote unquote real or not. It could be a hallucination, but it still happened to them, but which it's means it's them, still spooky. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Tabnazi said, I'm sorry, but you're just going to have to accept that aliens grabbed you and you'll never know why. Sad. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready for the next one? And it was so dark outside. This, like, storm that's coming through is freaking me out. Weather freaks me out. I hate it. Oh, you're This unusual water falling from the sky. I'm like, no, why is the the sky dark? It was sunny yesterday. Ah! It's always supposed to be sunny and hot. I know. I don't understand. (laughs) Anyway, all right, we're back to story time. Go ahead. This one... Oh, this one has, ooh, this one's written in a in an interesting way. Okay. I also have an image, but it's an article, so I'll read it at the end. Okay. My name is Nicole, and I'm 27 years old. My experience happened when I was 15 years old and happened on and off for a year. I live in the UK in a place called Cardiff in a pretty central cul-de-sac. You don't have to mention that bit if you do end up reading this for a podcast. Sorry. I just wanted to give a bit of background information. My bad. The houses and people were all pretty average, and the roads were always quiet where I lived. My room was looking out to the road, and I would always stay up later than my family. A few nights a week, out of the blue, I started noticing a tall, dark figure standing in the opposite street. I had a few ghost experiences in the past, so I wasn't too freaked out until I realized just how tall the thing was. Easily seven to eight foot tall, with abnormally proportioned arms. I could never tell if this thing was looking at my window or just the house, but it would always be incredibly still and silent. I told my parents and even woke them up a few times because I was shouting out of my window trying to get its attention. Yes, I was clearly on a death wish. (laughs) It was never there when they came to look to my window, so naturally they thought I was making it up. No. This continued for a few months. Now and again, this thing would stand in the street, sometimes the road but would never come closer than the driveway. One night in 2008, I was so fed up of no one believing me that I tried to get the courage to take a photo of it from my open window. When I did, it made the worst noise imaginable and shot off in a second like a black blur. I think the flash of my camera scared it off and I equally ran into my sister's room because I was terrified. The next morning, both my parents were talking about it as it had woken them both up. We all agreed that it sounded like a high-pitched screeching, but as if there were multiple speakers playing it from all angles. It wasn't human, that's for sure. I wish I still had the photo, but I think it really scared my mom because she took the camera from me that morning. I have no idea what she did with it, and to this day she won't tell me. No. What I remember from the photo was that the alien, quote-unquote, stood was just a bright white blur as if the image had been edited or the photo in that one space was overexposed. I've never been so terrified by a sound 
And I later learned that there has been multiple UFO alien sightings, including UFO over my area. I've included an article I found about the UFO sighting. I never saw the alien after that, but I'm moving back to the area soon. And I wonder if my tall pal is still around. Ah, Tall pal. Um, So the article that they included was police chase UFO over Cardiff. And this was from 2008. No. um, A police helicopter crew gave chase to UFO after it almost collided with their aircraft near a military base. The pilot was forced to bank sharply to avoid being hit by the mystery aircraft as the helicopter was returning to the Ministry of Defense base in, of St. Athen near Cardiff. The three crew who described the UFO as quote-unquote flying saucer-shaped then gave chase, getting as far as North Devon coast before they ran low on fuel, it was reported. The police aircraft was hovering at about 500 feet and waiting clearance to land on June 7th when those on board spotted the other craft hurtling towards them from below. A spokesman for South Wales Police said, We can confirm the air support unit sighted an unusual aircraft. This was reported to the relevant authorities for their investigation. It was reported that the aircraft closed in at great speed, aiming straight for the helicopter, which swerved sharply. They are convinced it was a UFO. It sounds far-fetched, but they know what they saw. The helicopter crew are said to have crossed the Bristol Channel in pursuit of the UFO, but lost sight of it and had to turn back due to a fuel shortage. The sighting comes weak Weeks after the most comprehensive government files on UFO activity are open to the public for the first time today, and they disclose that even air traffic controllers and, Brit- and police officers have seen mysterious crafts in the skies over Britain. No. The sightings range from incredible tales of little green men visiting the world to corroborated accounts from policemen and pilots of unidentified flying objects hovering above towns and cities. All were recorded on official forms held by air bases and police stations, and compiled by the Ministry of Defense between 1978 and 2002. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's that's so. That's such a weird, like, coincidence. And there's a news article attached to it. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of Nicole's story, everyone? The alien stalker. <laughs> Angel asked, do aliens respect restraining orders? I guess so. It wouldn't come closer than the driveway. So. I don't know. I'm going to say this one is, is faction. Ooh. Because I'm going to say that, that that UFO encounter actually happens. Maybe they saw it, but maybe not that the alien was a stalker. That's my guess. That's my, my guess. But- it seems like a lot of fiction in the chat. What do you think, chat? Faction is an interesting... Yeah, it is pouring rain outside. Why does weather happen? Weather! So that way you get the good mush! I know, that's true. You're not wrong. Um, so what well, is it? Tell us. This one's true. No! It actually happened. 100% no! fact! No! No! I'm sorry for yelling, everyone. No! Fact. True. Actually happened. Real, real. But that's this so upsetting. Event did occur. What if it happened to more than one person? What if this is like only one person that had it happen to them? What if this was like a multiple person thing? It had and that to sighting been. like had to be related. No. That's what I'm thinking is like maybe they were doing that to a bunch of people. Monitoring them. Yeah. Maybe they were just like on a research mission, you know, and they were like looking around. I would like to say, um, Nicole, since you said that you're moving back to that area, if you could follow up on this story, if you encounter anything else, I would like to know, especially like. I don't know. Would, would, okay. 
Holly, would you be brave enough to go out there if if there was like an eight foot tall alien standing in the street <laughs> staring at you every night? Would you go out there? Because I feel like I would get pissed off and eventually go out there and be like, get off my If property. it was every night, if it was every night, like, I feel like I would get someone involved in like helping me like trap them or something yeah <laughs> like or can at least like get like more picture i don't know i feel like if it was that it was, was that able to predict like there would be a reason to be like okay we gotta find some way to deal with this so i don't know but i would go, I, I would go fight him if he was like staring at me every night mm-mm. i don't know yeah or call, oh. like i'd be what like i'd the- call the police and be like please drive by yeah, there's would, an alien yeah. staring at I feel me like I'd call the police and be like, hey, am I, like, hallucinating? Like, this, like, am I okay because there's a, an alien outside? That was a great, that was a great story, though. Also very upsetting. That was a good story. Maybe, okay. I do have, a, I used to have a baseball bat. I could, I would go out with the baseball bat. Yeah. I don't like, know. I, I wouldn't, I, t- I don't think I'd bring a weapon. I think I'd just go out and talk to them. I mean, a baseball bat could be, like, Hey, let's play baseball. But if they're bad, yeah. then you can hit them with it. Hey, let's so play baseball. They are gonna know until <laughs> it happens and you hit them. I just I don't want to enter in, in, unintentionally start an intergalactic war. Well, then they shouldn't be creeping on people in their yards. They yards. absolutely shouldn't. They absolutely shouldn't be creeping on anyone. Respect I agree. people's pace. Maybe he was respecting the six foot distance just yeah. ahead of it happening. He was just warning us against 5G. Five, he's just, like, out there trying to, pr- like, send a telepathic barrier to protect her from the 5G, and she never knew it. By the way, people still think that 5G is causing COVID. Just, really? Yeah, that's people interesting. Still think that, people think that 5G is causing COVID. It's still, <sighs> that's still out there. Oh, I did have one relevant wrestling story that we could close with. Okay, that's that just- sounds perfect. That's just, uh, my advice is go visit Stone Cold Steve Austin's Instagram, in which he posted wearing a face mask, because he was like, my friend made me this face mask for Mm -hmm. me for when I leave my house. Oh, that's nice. you should wear them. And someone commented, hey, Stone Cold, this is totally against your persona of being a rebel and not following guidelines and whatever, whatever. And Stone Cold responded, shut up, dude. (laughs) 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 And I was like... Thank you. Blessings. <laughs> he just responded, shut up, dude. Yeah, that was his response. Because he's the best. That's awesome. Like, shut up, dude. That's amazing. Classic. Classic. Well, now you know, now you know what to tell people if they if they have any comments about your mask, just say, shut up, dude. Like Stone shut Cold. Up, yeah. That's what Stone just Cold had to say. Slam a couple beers together. I was going to wear my Stone Cold shirt. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I didn't wear it. I have this shirt that you can get on the WWE shop. It's like a vintage retro looking one where his arms are rattlesnakes. Oh, my God. I did not wear it today. I'll wear it another day so you can see it. But it's, awesome. it's classic. Classic. My favorite wrestler. It's great. Of, he's the best. That's great. Well, this was just a, a lovely romp through wrestling and some great stories. Yes, thanks for letting us indulge ourselves. It was a birthday treat. A birthday treat. And next Saturday, uh, we might be moving it to Sunday. I was going to tell you that, Kayla. Oh, okay. So we might be doing Spooky Sunday, but we'll just, it might be at a different time because I might go hiking again. Cool. I don't (laughs) leave the house. It's summer and there's nothing to do. And the only way we can stay away from people is to go further into the woods. (laughs) Wee! That's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that next weekend too. Go into the woods. It's not breaking any rules. Parks are open. I still bring my mask, but if there's if you're just in the woods, you know. 
have at it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe and maybe some maybe spooky things will happen. You never know. <sighs> maybe we'll come back with some stories. Are you guys still going to keep using this channel? We'll be giving it. It's well. I'm eventually going to change Twitch over to We Crowing Hens as well, in case like Kayla wants to stream whatever, or do whatever. Like anyone can. We're going to have more stuff on here, which will be fun. So I will do that eventually. I just haven't done it yet, and I am uploading. Spooky Saturday onto my YouTube channel, which is also We Crowing Hens on YouTube. So if you want to catch up on old episodes, we're going to be uploading them every Saturday. So they're a little bit behind from our older episodes, but they're pretty much the same ones. And they're also still on Spotify and all the podcast places. So if you're listening on the podcast, uh, thank you. We appreciate you. And if you're listening anywhere else, we appreciate you too. And we also have a coffee so if you want to support the show, I think we got some recent coffee donations, which is awesome. We did. Thank you all so much for your support. You've paid for several months of editing costs for us. Yeah. Because we pay our lovely editor, Celeste, because she's the best um, to edit this and make us sound smart. So <laughs> exactly. any contributions will go towards that, paying Celeste and any hosting fees because we pay for our website. So you could go to SpookySaturday.com and that links to the coffee and also to our Discord where you can join and talk about spooky things and Animal Crossing and whatever, whatever. It'd be great. Yep. And if you have any stories, please send them to SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be fact or fiction. Um I mean, they have to be fact or fiction. They can be faction. You can you could be sassy and make them whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, do whatever you want. It's fine. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, go watch some wrestling. Enjoy yourselves. Make sure to take care of yourselves. Things are very hard right now. And we're going to keep doing the show because it's good to have some lighthearted news when everything is so not lighthearted, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, please take care of yourselves. Uh, make sure to stay healthy, and we will see you all next week. Thank you for your stories. We appreciate you. We'll see bye. you soon. Thank okay, you. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly. And you can find our clothing store at TrashCoven.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. Spooky Saturday airs live every Saturday on Twitch.tv slash Holly Conrad at 3 p.m. Pacific.